0: what's up listeners welcome to another episode of 40 going on 18. the podcast where three long-time friends in their 40s talk about anything and everything
1: today we're talking about superstitions some of the ones that we grew up with and what we've heard about and whether we truly believe if they're real or not so let's go all right boys i thought we'd have a fun little conversation on superstitions. so Ooh. a lot of us grew up uh, asian and, and there were a, a lot that kind of uh, surround us at least growing up there are um, things that people believe in some of them uh, are rooted in science and some of them not so much and then some of them are just things that people do just because their their parents did it their grandparents and, and ancestors and things like that so I thought we'd delve into a couple yeah well first we start? of all
0: I would ask you guys though do you actually believe in general in superstitions or anything else around the, in that realm or not on a scale from one to 10, 10 being you really believe and one being you're a non-believer. I probably
2: slid down that scale as I've, you know, gotten older, four
0: maybe. Okay, Lukey?
1: I think for me, it's it's quite context dependent where mm. certain things I, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, maybe a two or three or whatever. And then a lot of other things it's like, yeah, I mean, I think even though science hasn't proven, it's probably like an eight or nine or something. like Oh, that. wow. But that's more on like the, the the spiritual and kind of mindset and, and, and sure. things like that, right? But, but yeah, I mean, the superstitions we're, we're talking about here are, are things like uh, uh, feng shui, right? Mm. And I'm not sure what the proper pronunciation is that. And I think, Kurt, we were chatting about that before, because you were thinking about something from, from purchasing a house or someone in that, so is that something that you believe in or?
2: Yeah, well, there, I was brought up to believe in certain things, just not that my parents were experts at it. They just, I think they cobbled together a couple of things that they had learned from, from their parents and, and, and whoever else who had a more traditional like background. And so, yeah, like, you know, what was it? Uh, when I first moved to, uh, to an apartment my parents were like whoa like this was after university they were like whoa your bed should face a certain direction <laughs> even mm-hmm. though it was like did not really work very well with the with the with the dimensions of the of, <laughs> of, of, of the bedroom and and did you, know, you move your like, bed or yeah, only I, until I, they I, left dude i i i actually acquiesced. i don't remember it wasn't so bad but it was just like yeah i probably, probably would have done it a little differently, but it was like Sure, man like you know just, get, just to get you off my back let's, let's do that uh plus they were helping me move right so it's like it's kind of like <laughs> they're helping me move they were like assembling furniture it's like yeah all right yeah so so good so good and then there was this concept of you know fire and water right where you can't have the sink face opposite against the stove yep. that, that's just not good and for the for the longest time i was like yeah that's that seems so. All right, I, I I could I could I could buy into that, uh, <laughs> but then you know my my our our, our present place right now it's like it's totally against that. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so, uh, but you know it's it's an apartment, it's ten- temporary, so it's it, you know I, I consider it temporary, so it's um, maybe it's a, it gets a pass. So again, you're you're rationalizing, you're trying to like mm. like twist your mind to 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 a- allow one situation to be to be fine, but not for 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 others. So so I think that's when. I started thinking, well you know what it yeah it, it is contact, context dependent as luki said, and for many of these physical feng shui things, I think I've sort of taken a pass on that, but that said my i'm I'm open to reading about it and and learning about what uh, what is said about it and adapting to it if it doesn't if it doesn't really cause a lot of like like physic like practical issues.
1: Yeah, So, some of the, the feng shui ones were like, you don't want to live in a house that's like at, at the end of a T intersection, right? And, and to me, that, that kind of has a practical sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it absolutely has a practical sense. You don't want cars to be like driving drunk at night, slamming into <laughs> yeah, your window yeah. or your garage. Um, well, you more know, like the, the, the lights, the the headlights the, shining at you. Yeah, the headlights shining at you. That's just awkward. Yeah, more practical than anything.
1: And then there's ones where you don't want to have a a, a bed that faces a mirror.
0: I think the the, the background behind that is actually like something about how the ghosts can come out of the mirror (laughs) and like attack you or something. Wow. Um, Yeah. Yeah, So so growing up
1: in my room, uh, I had basically a a wall, uh, a closet that was basically the entire wall and and all four doors of that closet were mirrors mm. <laughs> so it's basically wow. like like half a wall of mirrors right it, it supposedly made the room look huge uh but uh yeah I, I definitely had a lot of ghosts coming after me i guess at <laughs> in the night but obviously none of that stuff ever happened so
0: yeah so i'm not a big believer in feng shui and in general like just to give you my scale guys from one to ten i'm probably a zero yeah. when it comes to stuff like very this. extreme yeah but there are things that you know i may avoid, but as we go down, you know, the list, uh, I'll let you guys know. Yeah.
1: All right. So, so we'll park feng shui for a bit and I'm sure there are tons of other ones, but, uh, uh, the next one were, were numbers, right? So, uh, from, from the Chinese tradition, uh, there are a couple of numbers that kind of speak, and, and four the number four is is really bad it's it 's death right, so translated or, or sounds like it, and then eight is apparently a really lucky number right mm, so oh yeah um, yep. so on, on the death uh, and number four right, I know that uh, in the Western tradition, like the number thirteen is uh, is, is an unlucky number right and in um, in Chinese, four is bad, so I remember being living in a in a condo building. And my building had no fourth floor, had no thirteenth floor, and had no fourteenth floor. There's a sixteen floor, so I don't really know how many floors it actually had, but it was missing like three floors in there, uh, on on a relatively short short building. But it was to cater to because it was a predominantly Asian neighborhood, Chinese neighborhood, and so they took out the four and the the fourteen, and to for for the uh, Western, they took out the thirteenth floor as well, right?
0: Yeah, and I think yeah. now today every developer of these high rise condos all do the same thing now Mm, because they simply don't want to be getting into uh, situations where they, you know, affect the uh, Chinese investors.
1: Yeah. They can't sell a whole floor, (laughs) right? That
2: sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's no downside for them to just, oops, let me just like erase that floor, right? Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, apparently to, to, to make it official, they, they basically, create like a half floor in there right so there is a fourth floor but it's not (laughs) really a floor right so supposedly in order to make that uh, official and that you want to do i I don't know if if developers truly do that but i don't know i don't know if people really know Uh, but on the other side the the, number eight is lucky where to the point where like if you have eight on your license plates like in china uh license plates with like eight 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 with four eights sold for like uh 17 million chinese yuan which i think is what divided by eight so like two or three million just for a license plate uh that's pretty crazy so have you found yourself ever like i don't know picking phone numbers or license plate numbers or house numbers or something because of that
0: no i would say no. my parents my parents did though so whenever oh, yeah. whenever it's a new license plate coming in they would ask the dealership that they want either a three a six and eight <laughs> a nine no seven no four you know all this stuff and i'm just like just get yourself a vanity plate and be, yeah. be done with it. And even houses, I remember they would say, Oh, don't get anything with the number four and seven. Oh, it's not very good. Uh, try to get some numbers. I never listen to them because I just don't believe in that stuff. Right. And for me, you know, I'm born on the 13th. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's not a, a traditionally Chinese bad luck no, number. 13 is actually a good luck number. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it is. Three meaning. Uh, kind of to live and alive would be the number three in general. Hmm. Well, you Kurt, any numbers, superstitions? No, man, I I'm with you. I think especially buying a
2: house or anything like of, of, of consequence, I feel like, why are you going to eliminate opportunities just because of a, I don't know, a number I'm, I'm more, I would say, I would be a little bit more influenced by the name of the street actually. Like, if it's a bad-sounding street. What um, would be a bad-sounding street? Yeah.
0: Like Turdville?
2: Look, nothing pops off the top of my head, but I'll I'll give you one one thing that I remember, though. Um, There's a street called Underhill. Okay. Underhill. I mean, you know, the first thought to my mind is like, Beth Underhill, right? The singer. Like, oh, it's wonderful. Sure. (laughs) But then actually it's funny because the word underhill made sense in this location in that it's that's Under one street Yeah, yeah the, there's a street above it
0: oh, okay called Hill street. Uh,
2: was 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 <laughs> uh populated so so basically the the backyard of of of, of the house in underhill is belonged to, to houses that were raised higher so mm. actually when 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 rains would when it would be heavy rains all the rain would just roll down. So not a great, you know, not, not really a great place to be. So like that kind of tipped me off in terms of like, okay, so maybe these like, I don't know, urban planners when they name these streets, like maybe there's some sense to that. So I kind of pay attention a little bit about it.
1: Cool. So, so, so it sounds like that, uh, yeah, there, there's not too much uh, credence put on, on numbers, but I mean, once in a while, it seems like parents and, and some, some other associates might, uh, be interested in that stuff. So I want to move into, uh, foods and, and eating. So mm. I know it, this one has a, a few more kind of, or, or shows up a bit more for, for me where things like, uh, don't stick your chopstick straight up in a rice bowl. Right? Yeah. And, and apparently with that is because, uh, you would you would honor your your ancestors uh, by by putting like incense in, in, in a bowl, and basically that 's like the chopstick so so that 's uh, inviting spirits and stuff like to come in uh, there 's things like finish your bowl <laughs> or your future partner, significant other will have freckles in the in the number oh, of, of pieces really? of rice in there Have, have you heard that one <laughs> yeah no. yeah,
0: yes, definitely, okay, so let me do the chopsticks one first okay, I think with the chopsticks straight up in a bowl, I almost feel like it 's not necessarily a superstition, but people would actually find it rude mm. that you're doing it. And I think I've done that when I was younger. And then I would yell that. <laughs> not because of superstitions, but because they actually thought it was rude. Mm. And in terms of the finishing your ball and, and uh, your future partner have freckles. So apparently it's not just freckles. Oh, It's like really bad. It's not acne, but it's like really bad. Skin or something like that. It's like worse <laughs> It's like like freckles is could be cute, right? But it's like really bad say, yeah. stuff, right? And I always get that going on because I never finish my bowl, and you guys know I never finish the bottom of anything. Sure, yeah. So that's that's an OCD thing, um, but uh certainly I've been told my share of that growing up. That uh, if you don't, um, you know, finish your bowl, your your future partner and spouse will have like face covered with like I don't know warts. I think it's warts. Okay. That's actually mm-hmm. what it is, like a face full of warts. So it seems to
1: evolve from freckles to like pockmarks and stuff. To yeah, warts and I think it's like, like, yeah, I think it's to like supposed to be pretty bad. Yeah, that's gross. So, yeah, just finish your food, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what your parents want you to do. <laughs> Kurt, I don't know if well, you had do
2: not Why don't you just say finish your food
0: or you're not going to get dessert? You know, that adds more, that works for me more. So it's less um, finish your bowl and it's more specific to rice. Yeah. So it's uh, like if you have a bowl of rice and you leave like ten specks of rice, those ten specks represent gotcha. the amount of warts and bumps on your future partner. All my parents like never gave me that man. Wives' nah. tale, man. It's just wives' yeah. tales. <laughs>
1: yeah for sure we, um, we we joke about it for some other friends who who are very hesitant about wanting those things it's like oh it's because <laughs> uh whatever right like your partner or your kids are going to have like crazy uh, uh a significant other with some cr- crazy stuff on their face Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also I, I don't know if if you've ever had this where um like um, my mother-in-law always says drink warm water water like mm. the ice water and stuff like that is not good and and Uh, don't take cold showers. So apparently for a while I was uh, taking cold showers because apparently has like health benefits and things like that. But if you take cold showers, it's supposed to make your bones brittle when you're older, that sort of thing.
2: (laughs) Well, (laughs) on a related note, it's like I was told if you take showers at night, then you're prone to, as opposed to in the morning, you're prone to be arthritic. When you're older. oh really
0: okay. okay i mean i don't know if that's true or not but so like, i've only taken night showers i don't right. take showers okay. in the mornings um i've never had any issues with arthritis so well maybe you're not in there years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but certainly no, but, the uh drink only warm water thing i've heard that and my dad kind of follows the whole if you drink cold water then it's really bad for your esophagus and it'll give you bronchitis <laughs> Okay. And I'm just like, whatever dude. <laughs> I just don't buy it.
2: So my so dad tell says show me the data. <laughs> <laughs> you know, drink hot tea when you're eating Chinese food because it's greasy and so that the tea will the hot beverage will wash down that oil and won't clog your you know, system up. I don't know if that's really true, maybe, you know. Um but I have also been told that women should drink hot or warm water during their cycles because it's supposed to be helpful. I don't know if you guys have heard that before. No. We obviously don't have the empirical evidence (laughs) amongst the three of us, but
1: that that was not a recommendation to me (laughs) Uh, but the other thing that i want to talk about for food is is one that often comes up is is the concept of like yeet hay which which is yeah like that that hot and cold like certain foods are like hot and certain foods are cold and then you don't want to eat certain ones and i never understood which ones were which (laughs) sometimes some were cold and hot which i thought were the opposite and like yeah i I don't know if you heard any of that fried
0: stuff is always yeet hay
1: Okay, yeah, like and that. so
0: is spicy stuff
1: yeah, spicy <laughs> stuff, and I love that. I don't think I could give that up,
0: yeah, and things that are on the opposite of you'd hate, which is if it's long, meaning it's cold slash cool, would be like you know fruits, vegetables, you know those are the kind of things that would be the opposite opposite of you'd hate, but certainly everything could be you'd hate, hmm. like growing up, right it's like it's the way for the parents to tell you not to eat something, yeah. <laughs> that's really what it is. It's, a, it's an excuse. I,
2: I don't know if if it's exactly that, but <laughs> for for me, I actually do believe that there are some foods, or I've been trained, you know, ad nauseum that certain foods are are cold, others are categorized as hot, and mm. when you're feeling under the weather or like you have a sore throat, you should avoid eating something that that's hot. And mm. to me, that seems to have made some sense because. Um, yeah, when I was, when I had a sore throat and I like loaded myself up on chocolates, for instance, it just made things worse. So mm. it, so, so I can relate to that. And that's actually one, let's call it a quote unquote superstition that actually would, uh, would put credence on for for me personally.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, some of them make sense, like, like fried foods. You want to avoid them, right? Just generally in, in, in any health advice, <laughs> they're going to ask you to to not have some of that. But there there's some other ones which, yeah, I think there are some fruits. I think like like watermelon or something like that is like a hay food or something like that. And there's some ones that are like, huh, I, I'm yeah, that's not odd. Not sure, yeah, you, you would think that they'd be uh, cooling and things like that. But again, I, I've never looked at the the hay Bible <laughs> and seen which ones are, are truly there. But I mean, I think for some of them, it, it, it does make sense. Uh, uh, and apparently it has to do with like the acidity as well, right? So you, you want to balance because it's not necessarily you can't have it. It's just more, you want to balance it with something that, that's like, that's
0: more basic. Yeah. This is acidic.
1: Yeah. So, so, so that's kind of like food. and, And I want to move over to colors. Hmm. So apparently some colors have, have some superstitious meaning uh, in kind of the Chinese tradition, whatever. So so apparently black is, is associated with, with the mafia, <laughs> 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 which uh, I mean, I guess it, it makes it make sense. I didn't know that. But uh, I didn't know that either. Well, uh, I never heard of that one. Okay. So I guess we weren't that strict growing up. Well, I mean, I'm only just reading about this. The colors one, I didn't really experience it, but it was uh, like, I know red is lucky. So so you mm, want yep. to wear red, especially like Chinese New Year and stuff. That's, That's true. definitely what you want to do. That's true. Um, apparently, you're not supposed to wear a lot of white uh, because that is the color that they wear to to funerals. That is true as well. Um,
2: it Man you know, those elite, fancy, schmancy clubs, tennis clubs that want you to wear white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're
1: bringing death everywhere. <laughs> and, and apparently one that, that I was uh, not aware of until uh, a little while ago was uh, like a green cap. Mm-hmm. you're not supposed to wear like a green hat
0: yes the Lokmo is the symbol of uh, of uh, unfaithfulness i think mm-hmm.
1: yes so if yeah. you want to be labeled a cheater then then go ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> otherwise avoid that in in, in like a chinese uh, neighborhood
0: yeah i mean chinese loves the red they love the red they love the gold you know mm-hmm. gold, gold off yeah. also of course a symbol of wealth and prosperity um certainly you see those two colors in in chinese new year celebrations in the red pockets usually with gold lettering Um, so certainly colors are very popular for me i like blue (laughs) so it tends not to fall under (laughs) any kind of a color superstition i believe yeah um so
1: a couple other superstitions were the tradition of giving gifts so and and apparently one. Uh, one of my friends was moving. He was moving back to to, to China, and uh, he had this this really cool clock that that mm-hmm. that, that, I, that I wanted. And he's like, uh, "Oh no, I can't I can't give it to you. You have to you have to <laughs> buy it from me." I'm like, "Why?" It's like, but it's it's, it's a clock. It's like, I, I just can't. Like, here, just, <laughs> just give me give me a dollar for it, right? It's like, okay, so here it he is. But I couldn't do it. And then I I didn't realize it was kind of a superstitious thing where yeah. apparently it it has a meaning to it. Wow. Yes. So the, mm. the
0: Chinese term for that is Song uh, Zhong, which is literally translates into giving of a clock. Um, and basically is you want someone to die, mm. which okay. is what you said, Luke, be bidding farewell to someone under that. But you're like, I wish you death. Hence, I give you a clock right so i guess he was wishing <laughs> me well
1: so he didn't want to do that yes so he didn't hence, want you to he didn't want to give you a claw. <laughs>
0: so, so it's a
1: good thing that he 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 stopped me from from uh taking it to yeah just... and
0: and all these superstitions just has to a lot of them has to do with the way the words sound mm-hmm. in like either cantonese or chinese or you know same language anyways um so i was told
2: giving something sharp like a knife as a gift is it represents you ending the friendship Oh I really? Know, I don't know what the word that's the interesting word to that is. Yeah. Hmm. So you like like what Luki said and said you should ask the the recipient to buy it from you for like a oh. long round. Wow. I feel so like I've
0: definitely a housewarming gift. Or I anything. feel like I've definitely given people the knife blocks. No, <laughs>
1: <Still,
2: laughs> knife block is mine. You know, but I guess the knife. It's not
0: itself. a single like, knife. You
2: know, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm open to like super premium, you know, <laughs> knives, man. I, I,
0: I like but what if you and what if you give someone an Apple Watch? Is that a car right? or is like, that a watch? Yo, I, I, if you give someone take, Rolex, is that I'll a watch? I'll take Rolex or? and carcane <laughs> <That's right. laughs> right? I don't discriminate. <laughs> Anyways,
1: so, so a couple of other gifts that you're not supposed to give are, are umbrellas and and shoes. Oh. Apparently,
0: whoa, so, shoes, so. shoes really? Yeah, oh, so umbrellas
1: apparently mean separation. And oh wow! Shoes okay. apparently means evil. So, so Fred, I don't know if you can confirm or deny like the the sounding of the names. Or yeah, I've never heard words.
0: of that. No. Yeah, no. I've never heard of those ones. So
1: okay, those yeah, are the ones I've... I just looked up online. So
0: because <laughs> even for shoes, I would say like when um, when people get married, I think sometimes the bride, even in the Asian community, are given shoes. Okay, like like gold shoes, red shoes, um, things like that. So I can't imagine it be that evil.
1: Okay. <laughs> Maybe that source was incorrect, or, or just in a certain one. But yeah. uh, anyways, I wanted to move over to, to holidays, which uh, I actually encountered fairly recently. Where like uh, in, after Chinese New Year, apparently you can't cut your hair, so you it's have weird. to make sure that you do that before because when you're like uh, cutting hair, it's like you're 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 cutting away all your prosperity in the New Year.
0: Oh yeah, okay. I think I've heard that one. Um, so, I've never so- adhered to it. But uh, yeah,
1: well, you don't adhere to anything, so through <laughs> so it But it's it's Fiché. one where like we we make a conscious effort to have our kids cut their ha- have their kid uh, haircut <laughs> bef- before Chinese New Year, right? So because when can you
2: get a haircut after Chinese New Year? I mean,
1: past the month, apparently.
2: Past oh the wow! Month at least, uh, so so
0: are you passing on these superstitions then, Luki, down to the next generation?
1: I I don't know. Like, no, I don't. I'm not sure because it's just kids, you got to go get a haircut. Okay. (laughs) I don't don't think it's because for a certain reason. Okay. Okay. They're just just having it done.
0: Though Um, I do wonder, though, in general, like, you know, would we actually be passing on some of these superstitions from our parents' generation, although we may not necessarily be strong believers in them because we've kind of learned about them growing up that we kind of subconsciously or even sometimes consciously passing them off to the next generation yeah i think think
2: it's yeah i mean as lukey said it depends on the situation i think our lives are probably more busier than our our parents' lives when they were raising us that that's my assumption my mom could probably like slap me and and correct me there but and and i think so something like cutting cutting you know your child's hair before or a certain time before you know you you can't do it anymore for next month i think just not not practical and so Mm. Yeah, I probably won't be passing a lot of these things, but feng shui, I think you know, it's <laughs> it's it's cute. I think I think uh I would like to learn more about it and see sure. what what makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think it has to go to with the practicality, right? Mm. If, if if it if it's not too inconvenient to, to yeah. bit, then you you might as well. And if it is, just like well, I mean, it it, it makes sense. So nice. uh, A couple of other things that that uh, are, are helpful is apparently like. Dragons and phoenixes are all good mm. stuff, yeah. so uh, you see them a lot in weddings. Uh, yep. I, I believe. Yep. I, I don't know if there's any like phonetic meaning to any of that stuff, or is it just like traditional? I, I don't know.
0: So yeah, dragon and phoenix is long feng, so it's very much a kind of an elite pairing, like almost a pairing of royalties. Mm. To an extent, I think dragons have always been considered the the royalty of the Chinese dynasty. To an extent in that they're treated as royals like kings are essentially descendant of dragons you know i guess game of thrones kind of do, does that as well sure. um, so i and the phoenix you know phoenix rising from the ashes i think that also has a very much um a mythical uh background behind it that i think the the culture really appreciates so yeah they're everywhere every wedding chinese wedding has the has the dragons in the phoenix i feel and- like with us being born the year of the sheep we just
1: get no
2: credit
0: you know power
2: no i mean my my brother who was you know born of deer dragon i mean he got showered a lot of stuff because he was highly highly prized man it's like when uh when somebody when when you know somebody was getting married like an uncle getting married they were like oh yeah you know i need i need your special like juju you know you gotta like like stay, <laughs> stay 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 with us overnight you know like i mean it was just like and of course you, that's you probably got some gift or something i don't know like yeah man i never got i never got the look
0: that's <laughs> hilarious <laughs>
2: so,
1: so I, I guess like like an. uh lead us into things like the the chinese zodiac and, the, and astrology and things like that are, are those some things that uh well there's the western one as well i presume you don't uh follow that one but the the eastern one like when the year that you were born and like this is going to be a lucky year I, I think this is supposed to be a lucky year for the year of the sheep
2: i don't know it's Something. usually a bad year man <laughs> like that's what i hear it's like so
0: i i've ignored it i've ignored all of that noise Yeah. I ignore everything (laughs) though. (laughs) You know, that is interesting because, you know, I have friends who are very much into astrology and I would say that when they do a pinpoints of, let's say, you know, your place of birth, your time and day of birth, your kind of alignment of the sun and moon or whatever it is of your date of birth, that when they spit out the personality for the fortune of said person, I have found that certain scenarios are highly accurate to the person that I am based on that kind of reading. Now, and that's true because I have other people that I know that are born within the same kind of week, but completely different time of day and the birthday that our personalities are very different. So they have completely different reading. Yet my reading was extremely accurate that it's a little bit shocking to an extent. So I don't know if I believe in it, but there's some strange happenings with it.
1: Yeah, but for me, it would be saying that basically all the babies that were born in the hospital at the same time as you basically ended up exactly like you.
0: <laughs> yes, supposedly, <laughs> supposedly. And, but we don't know. But well, we don't know. <laughs> true. true. I,
1: I'm wondering if someone could do like a scientific research. Yeah, i would be curious to see that. Huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um a couple of other things which kind of go into the little bit more strange side is, is a lot of superstitions and traditions after um a, a a woman gives birth and i don't know if you've ever heard these ones and and this is probably more for kurt if uh your wife had to go through uh the fact that she could not shower for 50 days
2: No nah, man that rule was leave broken the house. very very fast <laughs> very very fast
1: 50 <laughs> days apparently and apparently you, you can't you're not even supposed to leave the house oh my gosh there's
2: zero adherence to that man no no conformance <laughs> i can tell
1: you that now but was there at least like a, a thought to say like only for like medical appointments or this and that no
2: no i mean like like zero negative you know <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I, I think for for one for for my side it was like yeah like she just listen to it, it's like i can't shower for 50 days how's how that even possible right? can you so,
0: wipe yourself down
1: <laughs> apparently you're not supposed to i don't know oh so, dude I, i'm very s- suspicious of the people who adhere Man. to that because that's kind of like like i mean the fact of the whole call it the endeavor that just happened the miracle of life and you can't shower after that like what what craziness is that
2: well I, in asia i think it there is some prevalence because i i do know uh some family members who who've done it and wow. um i mean i don't think it was 50 days it might have been 30 days i mean well, it's not like a that's a any better, but five days yeah, or something like know, that it was a a lot, and, it, it and you couldn't come you couldn't come down the floor that you were living so if you're living on the second yeah. floor of your two what? two, you know two-floor house i mean you were st- there i like, guess yeah. just you know yeah well the, on the upside friend like you got pampered right I mean, or you had some sort of service right like <laughs>
0: I don't know. So choose,
2: choose your poison.
0: I don't know. Which is worse. Uh, and then, not showering for like, even for like three days, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: apparently they have to eat stuff like uh, swallow spit bird's nest. If you've ever <laughs> yeah. had that? That's,
0: uh, it's the jerk towels. Uh, yeah, the bird's nests are. are nest tasty. Tasty. tasty though. They're tasty. Are they? Okay. Have you, you've had them? They're tasty and they're expensive. So it is a gourmet food. So Yeah.
1: And is that more just uh, intensively awesome marketing on the?
0: <laughs> it probably is. It probably like eating that stuff. I don't know. Gives you like faster recovery time or whatever it is. But I have no idea. It's like eating shark's fin. <laughs> it's it's like mm. it's a it's a delicacy. Is it actually good for you? Who knows? Yeah. But yeah. you know the, the Chinese uh, uh, history has been around so long that you know the, a lot of medicinal stuff that they know that maybe sometimes can be explained. So.
1: And one of the strangest ones that that I heard was apparently there's this uh, vegetable, and, and and I forget which one, but it's a Chinese vegetable that if you rub it on the gums of a baby, mm. okay. on exactly the hundredth day of their birth, <laughs> then they basically will not have any teething pain. And for us, I mean, like it's no worse for wear if we did it because I we, we have sure. that vegetable generally, mm. we did it, yeah, and they were okay. Oh, right. <laughs> but is that evidence? I, I don't know, right?
0: I mean, you actually did it.
1: Well, again, it was the convenience factor. We had yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. It happened yeah. to be the hundredth day that they let us know, and then yeah. it's like, is are we not going to do it?
0: Yeah. Like so. so, I, I, so I, I was. I'm curious, Luki, like, when that was told to you, did yeah. you question it or did you say, okay, I'm just gonna? <laughs> I, I was like, how?
1: <laughs> why? But at the end of the day, it's just like. Yeah, that's well,
0: okay. whatever. Yeah, because, it's like whatever. Again,
1: it was it's the convenience factor. It, yeah. It, it was so little effort. You literally yeah. just do it, <laughs> rub, and then you're done. So, yeah. but yeah. As is it a
2: broccoli, a, ca- a cauliflower, a carrot? No, it's like a
1: Chinese, like like a, I forget, like a yao choy or something like that. Oh, like, oh it is a, it's a leafy,
0: so it's a it's, leafy vegetable. It's a leafy vegetable. Yeah. Oh, wow, and you okay.
1: rub it. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, maybe there's something in there.
1: I don't know who but the, knows the thing that threw me off is it has to be on exactly the hundredth day.
0: <laughs> so this is one where like, I don't know. I don't Kirk, know. Kirk, can you try something on the night? 90- oh, too late, too late <laughs> for that. Too late, too late.
1: But yeah, I, oh, I mean, man. so, so I guess that that's all I had in terms of the discussion for, for uh, like superstitions and what you believe and, and, and all that. So are there any ones that you've encountered that is kind of highly suspect or, or, or you observe because you believe
2: well um maybe it's more along the lines of like eastern medicine and all of that other stuff like um mm. uh, remember uh this product called chicken essence or essence of chicken i remember my
1: <laughs> no my mom would give it to me
2: it came in like small jars and it was like i think super concentrated essence of chicken it was like very, oh, wow. very well what well, essence? essence what kind What's of the essence, essence? So I think it's chicken stock, but like super concentrated. I don't know what you call it, right? But like, I don't know what's in there. It tasted awful, but uh, it was so concentrated in chicken. It didn't even taste like chicken anymore. I I don't know how to explain it. It was just odd. But apparently, you, you know, she would buy me like cases of this and we would be forced to drink it or be encouraged to drink it during finals, during like exam periods and things like that just like sort of like it'll help you study better or something increase your concentration i don't know man it was a lot of i mean it was just additional cost i don't know if it improved my my performance maybe the best cases was that it was truly very protein packed and it gave me more energy
1: (laughs) but but when you moved out of the house did you follow that tradition
0: nah no more i think the only thing that i kind of not really follow but just has been the case, is going back to the the house thing, but I don't think this is a feng shui thing. You want to be your front door to be either east or south facing. Why? Mm. And so I find that to be more of a practical purpose than anything. So if you're east facing, when the sun comes up, it kind of goes through your window. So it actually warms your house quite readily Mm. than if you were facing kind of west and and, uh, north. And on the south side, you actually also get that warmness. So I've only lived, all the places I've lived in, they've always faced south or east. So mm-hmm. I've never faced north or west, but it wasn't necessarily by design. It just happened to be that way. And I've noticed that when I was in any south-facing property in Canada, you know, when, you're, when it's snowing like crazy in the winter, my driveway facing south was always melted first. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm watching the guys that the other neighbors on the other side with the north facing houses and their snow is just covering the driveways. Whereas mm-hmm. mine was completely like melted. And it's always like that. So I don't there's so there's a practicality to it almost. But uh so I don't know if it's a superstition, but I've always been told, you know, if you're buying a house, get one that's south or, or east facing. I mean, Luke, you're south facing, so you're good.
1: <laughs> yeah and and I, I do notice that we have a, a lot less snow than the folks on the other side.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I believe in that one.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right boys so so thanks for sharing your insights on the superstitions and what you believe in or apparently what most of you don't believe in. <laughs> and uh yeah wondering which one of these you'll you pass down to the next generation or which we'll hear about in the future. So thanks for for having the conversation gentlemen. Thank yeah, you. This was great. That wraps up another episode of 40 Going On 18. We would love to hear what you think. Leave us your comments on our Instagram at 40goingon18podcast or become a patron. Links are available on our Instagram page. Thanks and have a great day.